and welcome to the 107th episode of the Mostly Soccer Podcast. Today is Tuesday, March 24th at 5.54 p.m. sharp. My name is Michael J. Dalo, and I'm here with Jimmy. Jimmy what today? Jimmy Bunker. Jimmy Bunker and Michael Quarantine. Yes, we're, we're in the bunker. We are officially away from the world, hiding, trying to survive. How many days have we been in this terrible state with no sports, no life outside of our homes? It feels like 10 years. Feels like ten years. Realistically, it's probably been what two weeks. I think it's like two weeks now, which doesn't sound like a long time, but boy, does it feel like <laughs> it, it really does. I've just, I've been so bored that I've been building things. I don't build things, Jimmy. I've become handy, semi-handy in this. Yeah, time I was, gonna, I was very impressed. You showed me some of your uh, craftsmanship. Yeah, the That thing in the corner over there was built too. I built that. Where too. are you getting this woodwork? Home Where's... Depot. Oh. Just I've been going to Home so Depot. Been, oh, quarantine. you've been breaking quarantine. <laughs> Everyone is at Home Depot. I've seen like four people that I know <laughs> at fucking Home Depot. Home has no clue what to do. It's true. That's why I've just been trying to do shit around here. I mean, it's been nice that I've been able to use the time to decorate, build a scarf rack. The scarf rack was a nice addition. Uh, the scarf rack is top notch. It's not quite top notch. I it's mean, if you, if you blow on it the wrong way, it might fall to pieces. But. Uh, it's okay it looking. Good. All right, it's top notch from afar. Yeah, from afar. Um, if anyone's listening and they got some scarves that they don't want and they want to send them my way, <laughs> do that. But Jimmy, uh, in the lack of sports that we have and the lack of soccer we have, we thought it would be fun to uh, make our quarantine eleven. Yes. And we picked our best eleven, seven bench players, uh, a manager, and along with that. Later on in the show, we also were were asked on Twitter by I'll find it after um, who are the three managers you'd like to be on lockdown with? Yes, and I'm very intrigued to see how you went with this because I went a very specific way. Mine were really quick, um, and I, I'm very proud of the three I picked. I'm very <laughs> proud of our eleven, and the reason we picked the eleven and six subs, I believe, was uh, we we actually six subs, you're we've right. been pretty harsh on bashing. Um, different, you know, FIFA World Pro 11s and all those over the time as they've come sure. out. And I, we wanted to hunker down and give who really, what is our best 11? Each of us did separate ones. I want to hear yours. You want to hear mine. And I'm sure we're going to have some arguments. I went a little, maybe a little out there with some of my picks. My bench is a unique bench and it's going to be fun. I, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm still like... He's still crossing names off. I can't see the names, but I see him writing on his list. I just um, threw I just threw in one that's gonna throw you for a oh, loop. This should be good. Um, and we should note we didn't really we since last week a lot has changed in the soccer football world. The Euros have officially moved to 2021. So Euro 20 is in 2021. Yep. The Olympics as well look like they're moving to 2021. Uh, it's just a crazy time. The leagues are saying that they're going to finish too. I don't know if you saw this. Premier League basically said they're going to play out all the games. Yeah, and is I is what they've basically stood by at this point. I mean, it looks like they might even have to push back next season if if we continue at the mm-hmm. rate we're going. I mean, hopefully, in a month or at the end of April, at least this will be over. Pray, pray for everybody too. Yeah, like everybody stay safe. But can we please like 
we need this to end for everyone. It's, it's a crazy, crazy world right now. Not because people are sick so much, just because I want to watch Arsenal play. Yeah, exactly. You want to make yourself a different type of sick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, th- this has been better for me financially. I haven't been able to lose my money gambling on sports. Uh, and the cruise line stocks went up today. FYI, anyone, the cruise line stocks went up a little bit today. So I, I'm probably like 10 bucks in the positive at this point. Why, you bought cruise line stocks? Is I that bought uh, Royal Caribbean and Norwegian. And let me see how much money I'm they up They went up pretty good, today. I hear. Yeah, but I bought them like the Friday. I'm up $35. Hey, hey, you're up. $35. You're up. I mean, positive results. This is the shit I deal with. Most people are uh, not up. So. <laughs> That's true. If you invested earlier, you wouldn't be. But before we get into all that we have talked about, um, I know that you said you had a homework assignment I, I for do. me. I have some homework assignments for you. So okay. I've been trying to find, in the absence of our beloved soccer, which I have watched some on YouTube. I don't know if you've seen BR's been putting out live games, like full no. games. Not live games, full games. I was watching the 2011 Champions League final between Barcelona and Man United, yep. which is pretty cool. Um, also, but more importantly, there's some soccer documentaries and TV shows. I've been trying to find some. We've talked about it in the past, I and mean, I think we had a question even about it last week. Um, I have two homeworks times for you. Have you watched The Four-Year Plan? Is the first, mm, no, is the you texted me about that. Yes, it is about QPR. Yeah. When they were bought out by these absolute maniacs <laughs> who were Formula One millionaires, basically. Yeah. And they were madmen. You need to watch this because we need to talk about it next time. It is a great documentary. First of all, basically the gist of it was that you know they bought it with the goal to be within the Premier League in four years. Um, the club was having financial troubles, but it wasn't the championship at the time, and they really wanted to get to the Premier League, get that big, you know, the the cash. Yep. And it's just so crazy to see what they go through, the way they fly through managers. They're literally sitting there in the stands like, I'm going to fire that manager right now. They're yelling down like, oh, you need to tell him to bring on this sub. Like, it's crazy. You just need to see it. That's how we would be um, if we were Oh, managers. yeah. It was, it was really bad. Yeah. If we, if we were successful and could own the team, that's what it would be like. It, it's, it's just crazy. You have to see it. And the other one would be I started watching The English Game on Netflix, mm. which is a new TV show. about. It's a six-part miniseries, I believe. Which is about the um, the factory workers versus the Etonians, the old like eighteen something English football uh, Fergus Suter, the Scotsman who means. came to England to try and win the FA Cup. It is uh, it's great. It, it's basically about kind of the events that went from taking soccer to be um, amateur to professional. Yeah, because he was someone who was paid to come and play even though they were not supposed to be huh. doing that and it, it it's it's a very good show i watched the first two episodes last night i really enjoyed it interesting uh the only thing i've been watching and i finished was succession on hbo mm-hmm. pretty pretty good and i've been watching curb your enthusiasm which is the greatest show of all time curb's great. uh better also, than game of thrones better than anything you've ever curb watched. is great i i've been watching boy beats world the most of my time on to season five and i love it and don't, i it brings back the old days don't be proud of it. watching boy meets world I love again boy meets world. but curb is just oh my god latte larry's latte larry's is my favorite thing um but anyways jimmy this might be a little bit shorter than usual just because uh pretty clearly there's a lack of of soccer to talk about yeah. and by the way this is mostly soccer um so Shall we just get right into the 11? Yeah, might as well. The quarantine 11. Let's jump into it. And I think the best way to do it is we can start. um, 
shit. Let's start with the front three because okay. I don't think we're going to have too much argument on the front three. We might. Maybe a little, but I don't think that much. All right. So, I mean, let's start with the most obvious one. I know that we both have this yeah. one the same. This is the first name on my sheet, obviously. Uh, it's Messi at right wing. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we did a 4-3-3. Yes, we did 4-3-3. Um, six subs, as we said, as well as a manager. Yeah. I have some... Uh, you could call them honorable mentions, but I think it's more who did I disrespect by not putting them on this team list. So I have that as well. Yep. Uh, so we both have Messi at yes, right wing. Is that do. correct? No argument there. All right. That nothing needs to be said. All right. And from the right wing, let's go to something I think will be a little less obvious for the both of us. Who do you have at left wing? So this is something I actually debated. I was between two players. I think it's pretty clear who they are. Mane. No, not Mane. Mane wasn't in my two. No? Was, he wasn't. So I was between... I still re- view Cristiano Ronaldo as a left wing. Oh, so bullshit. I put him Jimmy. on the left wing. Oh, God. You so snuck I have in. Cristiano on the left wing. You it was between him and Neymar for me. Um, <laughs> because I think Neymar's been back to being real Neymar. Yeah. So I, I went Cristiano in the end. He's been on a great run since 2020 started. Well, before, you know. The world fell apart. Mm-hmm. Started the year with like 12 straight games, something like that with goals, and was looking like his old self. Not really feeling the haircut that he's been rocking and his the new ponytail. style. Yeah, not great, but he's back to scoring goals. And if there's, like I've said, the one thing I will always say, if it's a big game, there's no one I'd rather have for a big game than him because he just shows up in the big moments. That's true. It's true. Uh, I didn't view Ronaldo as a left wing still. Uh, I was between two players, but the two are Mane and Neymar, and I chose Neymar. You did, okay. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna build a best eleven, I feel like you you're obligated to include Neymar, which will contradict my striker pick. Oh, <laughs> which, which I will, already know where you're going now. Yeah, you know exactly where this is headed. Are we gonna jump right into it? Yeah, let's go to the striker. Uh, so you put, uh, well, we're both going to have the same person here then. We both have Mbappe, right? We do. Okay. I do have Mbappe. So that means I didn't include Ronaldo in my you best didn't. 11. That's, that's not, <laughs> I, I, like I said, I was close because of Neymar, but he's still, like I said, he's still, if there's one player and you have a moment, there's no one I'd rather have for that one moment, even more than Messi, like in a big game, I'll take mm. Ronaldo in a big game. Over the course of the season, I've conceded now Messi will give you better performances over the course of a season. But one game, still Ronaldo. So I think you have to have him in. But Mbappe needs to be in. Yes. that's a, He's another guarantee. He needs to be in. He's just... So that begs the question. Is Ronaldo a better impact sub on the world's best oh. 11? On the quarantine oh 11? Don't say that Is to he him. a better impact sub? Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. Uh, the midfield is really difficult to pick. Yes. Do you want to go there first? Or Let's do you go to go defense because I think defense is less controversial. Do you want to do goalkeeper first, actually? Yeah, and we're going to disagree here, too. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I actually – so this was one I debated because I, I view – I think I have four goalkeepers that I view above everyone else. And – I went with the one who I think is the most complete of the four. I went with Mark Andre Chastagen as my goalkeeper. I don't, I don't dislike that one at all. Um, I was between three, and he was actually the one that didn't make the the bottom two wow. for me. Surprisingly, wow. and I love Ter Stegen. Um, my thing with Ter Stegen though is I he's erratic. I mean, like he's never. Not a safe pair of hands, but mm-hmm. I think Ter Sturgeon has a little bit of the Neuer in him where he wants to be the sweeper keeper. Well, see, that is, and that's the reason he made my team. 
is because mm. I believe I really valued the ability to play out of the back. Yeah. And for me, it was between Terstegen and Oblock. And I just think that Terstegen is so far above Oblock at that ability that I, yeah. I went with him. I, I just, for me, he's the most complete goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, coming in at second place for my goalkeeper was Allison. And that was a difficult one because uh, I think Allison is a very, very complete goalkeeper. Yeah, I and I mean, we've seen how much the difference he makes being there for Liverpool. <laughs> in terms of there. value for Liverpool, there might not yeah. be anyone more important than Allison. Uh, is Allison the most important player on Liverpool? Is that crazy to say? Virgil Van Dyke. But they lose every time Allison doesn't play. I know. Is that just Virgil because... Van Dyke changed that team, though. He yeah. still changed that team. They probably just lose every time. Without Allison him, they'd play. equally lose too, I yeah. think, is the thing. But because Adrian is so bad. Every other goalkeeper that is not Allison on Liverpool is just horrendous. Um, so, needless to say, I picked O'Block as my starter. I think his shot stopping ability is just so incredible. He does things that don't make sense. Diego Simeone said it best when he said Messi changes games on the offense, O'Block does it from the back. Uh, but let's move to the defensive line. So where do you want to start in the defensive line? So this one, I'm going to start at left back because I'm going to guess we both have the same choice. He is not my favorite person. I'm not a big fan of him. I think he's a cocky prick, (laughs) but I went with Andy Robertson. I was going to pick him, but then I said, there is someone I like much more. There is someone I think, there is someone I think has been better for a long time maybe not specifically right now you're gonna pick the rat face aren't you Jordi Alba I think Jordi Alba is I I can't say right now the best you know what I'm gonna say right now he's the best left back in the world because Andy Robertson didn't impress me in the Champions League didn't impress me the last few times Liverpool have played Liverpool haven't looked good the last few times they played uh before the the stoppage and uh, Jordi Alba just always there, always consistent. Left back for Barcelona. How are you going to tell me Jordi Alba? And Spain. Isn't, yeah, Through I mean, all their success, he was the left back. He's a great player. He's a staple. great player. He's been the best left back for the last decade. I think you could argue that Andy Robertson's better now. I think you can argue it too. But if I were building a team, I think I'd rather have Jordi Alba. Fair. I think Fair. Jordi Alba offers more defensively than that's, Andy Robertson. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, you want to go the obvious one? For me, the after yeah. Messi, the most obvious choice in the 11, Virgil van Dijk at center yeah. back. I mean, it's just, it's a right in. You don't it's need to whatever. say it. I mean, he has looked a little more vulnerable this season than we've seen him ever look in the last two years. Which is still which not is very still, vulnerable at which all. Which is like two games yeah. where he hasn't been the best. So um, I think he's a lock. There's yeah. no argument. 100% there. Virgil van Dijk is included. A less obvious one for me. Second center back. Second center back was one I could not think of anyone to put in this spot. As much as I tried to avoid it, I had to put him in. I'll go first. I know who you picked too. Is it Laporte? I picked Ivan Laporte. Yeah. I mean, there's just uh, there's such a lack of good center well, backs. The thing is, there are some great players who have center backs. Two people in mind that I... Even three. There was three people who... When you think of great center backs in the last 10 years, there's three people I think that come to your head. Chiellini. Chiellini, Piquet, and the most important, the controversial Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos. Uh, and Sergio Ramos, 
would be for me. He's someone who, as much as he's a controversial figure, you know, he is what he is. As much as he is, he a is cunt. a immense player. He's incredible. He's the captain. He's won so many Champions Leagues. He's won the World Cup. He he's just a force. He can go and get you goals as well. He's just he's he's a monster of a player. But I think we've seen you know over the last two seasons. He's not the player he once was. Yeah. Chiellini's struggled with injuries. Godin's a good shout as well, but Godin, I think, is clearly on the decline in a lot of ways. Still a great player, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Um, but for me, it was really came down to I still was struggled not to put Ramos in, but I didn't. And then it was Koulibaly and Laporte. And I went with Laporte because Laporte is, in my opinion, it's probably close between him and Van Dyke in terms of the best at playing out of the back. With the ball, the passes he can make from a center back are insane. Yep. He's so comfortable on the ball. And just the idea of a Laporte-Virgil Van Dyke combo and what that team would be able to do mm. with the ball, the way they'd be able to move it around the field would be incredible. So for me, it was Laporte. Is it crazy that I had a, a split-second thought to put in Sayungchu Sai from, from uh, Leicester City, Handsome <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, that's interesting. I think that that is bold. I, mean, I don't like. I don't think it's it's definitely yeah. not it. I mean, he's probably not even top ten. No, no but, but I, he's had a great season. That, yes, there's no has. doubt about that. And the other thing I would say is, if you want to think of how good Laporte is, the argument for that is just look at what City's defense has been without him yeah. versus with him. Yeah, and it kind of shows you the massive difference. Yeah. If this was a year ago, I said to you before we podcast, I said if this was a year ago, a clear second choice would be Delit. Mm-hmm. But it's been right a rough now, year. As much as I wanted to put him in, uh, could not do it. So, all right, we both have Laporte, and on the right back, I think this is obvious too. I don't think it is. I, ha- I mean, come on. I didn't. Pu- I think you're gonna put Trent. It's Trent. I didn't put Trent. Who'd you put? I put someone who's one of my favorite players uh, in the world. Me. Joshua Kimmich is my right back. That was my second choice. He is my right back. I almost put him in in center, um, center because midfield, again. CDM. I've created the team that I think would be an unstoppable force. And having Kimmich's ability to play all around the pitch, I value that over Trent. Also, he is a far superior defender. Trent Alexander-Arnold is the best right back at going forward. He's the best defender at going forward. He's the new Marcelo. He is a bad defender. Not just not good. He's a bad defender. There are moments where he... Potentially controversial. No, but you you know what I mean? There are moments when you see him play defense and he he just gets torched. Yeah. And so I couldn't put him in over Kimmich. For me, it was close just because Trent going forward is insane. But for me, Kimmich is a complete player. He can play anywhere on the field. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a rock. Yeah, I and love so Joshua, Joshua Kimmich. Joshua Kimmich for me had to be in there. I had to put him in somewhere. He's a right back now, so right back it is. Yeah, I think it's fair. Uh, like I said, I almost slipped him into CDM, but I I didn't do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, Trent is just so good. In, I know, I know. I Look, so I put Van Dyke and Andy. In. I didn't go anti-Liverpool. I, <laughs> I just, for me, it was hard for me to put him in. And he was, when I first thought of it, it was like, yeah, he's obviously one that comes in your head right away. Yeah. But seeing his defending recently, like in the Watford game, and I was just like, I can't, I can't put him in over Kimmich. I'm going to go Kimmich. Yeah. All right. And now to the most difficult part here, I think. Yes. Um, this was the second name on my sheet, a clear lock. This was the easy one of the three midfielders, KDB, Kevin De Bruyne. Has to be. I mean, so much 
so clearly better than any other midfielder yeah. in the world yeah. right now. He, he's a force in the midfield. Mm-hmm. He is good on the ball. He's good off the ball. He is the best passer in the midfield there is. He is the best, one of the best from the midfield going forward and getting goals. He's just a complete player. He can drop back. He works incredibly hard for the team. Uh, he's just, he's a force. Yeah. He, he changes games. He can change a game on a dime. I agree. Um, and like I said, oof, imagine a team with Neymar, Mbappe, Messi, and KDB. Oh, <laughs> just, just the thought is tasty. And then these two spots, I think we're, we're going to have yeah. different players for both of them. Uh, so as a, another center mid, do you want to go first and tell me who you picked? Sure. So I, I went a little out there on both of these picks. These are two players I think are insanely good. And I've said a saying like 100 times today. But just complete players, kind of underrated players in a lot of ways. Um, I went with, as my CM, Hakeem Zayich. Wow. I really like Zayich. Don't know if I'd put him in the best 11 in the world. I just think, and I think part of the reason I did it is, and we'll, maybe we'll see more of this at Chelsea next year, is he's someone who's played with great players, but he's never been in like a, like that Ajax team was a great team, but he hasn't been in a, you know, Real Madrid or Barcelona, yeah. event, like that level. And if you put him with these players, I think people would just see, he would just be so impressive to people. Because the right now he's the focus. When you play Ajax, like every, this year he's specifically, he's been such a focus. Mm. He'd be so freed, and I think he can just do just magic on the field. So I, I really rate him a lot. I think he's a just a great player. Yeah. So I put him in. It, it was a little. It was. I had trouble finding the different CM. I think midfield play this year has been down. There's been players that have in, been injured. N'Golo mm. Conte hasn't played that much this I year. Know. We've seen Tony Cruz in and out. Luka Modric has been on the decline when I've seen him play. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been impressed with Frankie de Jong, who I rate really highly. I haven't been mm. that impressed with him at Barcelona this year. So I, I went Zayic. I, I like Zayic a lot. I like Zayic too. I don't think that's a bad choice. I, I think he was definitely a thought that I had. A player that I love, had to include him, when healthy, one of the better midfielders in the world, one I know of the more exciting go. players in the world. Do I, you I know guess? where you're going to go. Um, is he Welsh? <laughs> <laughs> Are you no. throwing a real curveball he's at me? Okay, I thought you were throwing a real curveball. No, I was gonna say, not. "Wow, you're insane." Aaron Ramsey. I thought no. that's where you were going. No. 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 Not even close. <laughs> I thought I was gonna say this kid's really lost him. No. He's lost it. <laughs> uh, do you have Do you have another guess? Uh, a when he's healthy. I love? When he's healthy, uh, which he is, has been these past few years. One of the most electric players plays in the Bundesliga. Bundesliga. I, I don't know. Marco Royce. Oh, you put him in the mid. I guess, yeah. I guess Marco you could Royce call him a as a cam. Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah. I mean, we'll He's kind of played in the midfield this year more. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, fair. That's fair. When Marco Royce plays, I just think he is stunning. He is a that stunning is, player is, to watch. Yeah. And uh, the only thing with my team, I, as I look at it now, I think they'd be a little bit mentally fragile. <laughs> <laughs> That's right? well, you could not be your team if they were not mentally <laughs> Neymar, fragile. Neymar, Mbappe, Messi. Uh, Virgil Van Dyke and Oblak would have to be the controllers of this team. I don't know if I trust Trent or Jordi Alba. Uh, Jordi Alba's pretty strong. Uh, I should have thought about that when I picked my second center back. I should have went with some experience, like Godin or something. <laughs> uh, all right, so this one, this one was the one that I really had trouble with. I mean, Royce was a tough pick for me too. 
just because I couldn't find a midfielder that I liked enough to put in here. And then this one I tried to make like a CDM type player. Yep. I'm curious to see who you put here because I, I you like, want me to go first. I originally put Conte, and then I was like, Conte hasn't done anything because he's been hurt, and like Gabriel Martinelli ended his career earlier this season. Um, like, like it's Conte. Conte is yeah. the best CDM in the world yeah. when he's healthy. Yep. But for the sake of this, I'm not going to include him. So um, I went with someone who's kind of more of a CM, but it's kind of very defensive player. Um, someone who this year has absolutely blown me away. Every time I see him play, I'm more impressed with him. One can, of the, I, can I guess? Uh, yeah, I'd be shocked if you get it this early without me giving you more hints, but go ahead. All right. uh, is it, does he play in La Liga? He does play in La Liga. Party? No, no, oh. I do like Thomas Party though. Um, younger. 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 21 years old. The, outside of Mbappe, the youngest player in this 11 for me. It's Federico Valverde. Oh, Valverde. What did I, you say before? What did you call him? Young. Oh, you said younger. I was yeah. like, who the fuck is younger? No. That's <laughs> uh, like yes, a new player, uh, younger. Younger. <laughs> the German. He's from the Austrian Bundesliga. <laughs> yeah. no, uh, Sorry, continue. Federico Valverde. Yeah, he's been excellent. Is He's 21 years old. Uruguayan midfielder. He's got that Uruguayan just tenacity. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's Grit. a bulldog. Grit, exactly. He... He's feisty. We saw he will do whatever it takes. The red card against Atletico Madrid. Um, he's such a high-energy player. And the thing that gets lost is he's incredibly good on the ball. He's tricky. He's mm. skillful. He is, um, for me, the CDM spot came down to him, his teammate Casemiro, and Conte. Um, and I went with Valverde just because he's impressed me the most this season. I, I really like him. And again, in this team that's full with a lot of, you know, attacking flair, you need someone with a little bit of grit. So, mm. Federico Valverde. See, you already discounted my, my pick earlier in your, uh, your I, I forget who you're talking about. But I picked Frankie De Jong. Did you? I love some Frankie De Jong. I think he's tricky. I think he's intelligent. And I think with a team like this, like playing for Ajax, like playing for mm-hmm. Barcelona, you put an attacking team around him. He's a very exciting, fun player, and he could do he can do the defensive work. Don't hear what I'm not saying. I think Frankie De Jong is insanely good. Yeah, I mean he's he is he's the prototypical Barcelona player. He fits that system. He's Ajax, he's Barcelona, he's Dutch. He, he's yeah. he is that the 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 Johan Cruyff like model. He's it. I wanted him at City when he chose to go to Barcelona over City. He he fits that mold. He's going to be one of the best players in the world. He's going to be that. I just don't think he's quite there yet. And I think he's struggled at times this season to really make an impact in games. Yeah, well, I think that Barcelona have been struggling this season. kind of. but he's a great player. Don't don't get me wrong. I I really like him a lot. And I did have Conte, but then as we were talking, I was like, he's he's just been hurt. He hasn't really played. Like I said, disclaimer for this, it's Conte when Conte plays. Mm -hmm. Um... But for the sake of health, I didn't include him. All right, and then for the bench. Okay, uh, so we did the goalkeepers, right? I we did. put Oblak on mine. You put. Um, Ob- no, you put Jersergen. I you know I'm saying in my bench. Oh, your bench. My your bench, bench is Oblak. Yeah, I yours put Allison. was Allison. Yep. Yep. And then I'm I alluded to this first sub earlier. The first name off the bench, the impact sub, 
who couldn't get in over Mbappe. It's Ronaldo. Cristiano. It's Cristiano Ronaldo. He can come <laughs> so, off my bench. Sure. So I have Neymar on my bench. Yeah. So both of them have rioted and turned the, the owners against us and got us fired for putting them on the bench. Let's 100%. just stop right there. 100%. Um, but yeah, I have Neymar on my bench. Um, my second attacker on my bench, and this is one where I really, really did struggle. There's two big, big name strikers I could have picked. Mm. I didn't. Then there became a battle of two wingers. One of which has performed and one of which has been injured all season. Mm-hmm. And I went with the one who's been injured all season because in my my head, this player will be a top 10 player in the world, possibly top five player within the next two years. It's Leroy Sané. Wow, Leroy Sané. Leroy Sané can change a game like few players can. He His combination of pace, creativity, just flair on the ball... It was between him and Sadio Mane for me. Sadio Mane has delivered far more than Leroy Sané has this season. Obviously, Sané hasn't played. And even last season, Mane was better than Sané was. But Sané is still super young. I think he's 23 years old. Yep. Um, he's just fully developing as a player. And like I said, if you need to change a game, if you need someone with that pure pace, he's just he has something few players have. And so for me... I need an impact sub. I'm going Leroy Sané. Mm. Can also bang free kicks too, which is a nice thing to have in your arsenal. Yeah, I went the opposite. I went Mane. Uh, I I just think it's too obvious. I mean, I almost put him in over Neymar. That's mm-hmm. how good Mane has been these past few seasons. Um, I want to talk about just like a pure talent is mm-hmm. Mane. I and feel he's like... somebody who always gets a goal. He yeah. can always find a way to get a goal. I sh- I'm sure that Mane is one of like the hardest working players in the world, mm-hmm. but like everything he does just looks so effortlessly. It looks like he just like he could never show up to training and be one of the best players in the yeah. world. Still, honestly, he was the clo- of all the people who did make my bench. He's mm-hmm. the one I feel like is disrespectful the most <laughs> um, because he deserves it. But yeah. I went with I. I just think people forget how good Leroy Sané is. It's been a while. And I think next season when he probably goes to Bayern and becomes their, you know, an automatic starter, people mm-hmm. are just going to realize, oh my God, this guy is insane. Yeah. All right. Um, so for the next one, I went with, actually, he's not on my list, but I just thought of him. And and get this, I'm crossing out Aubameyang for him. Ooh. And I love me some Abba. But another striker, cold-blooded, Years, years and years and years of being a cold-blooded killer. The best striker, maybe the best pure striker in the world. I mean, Ronaldo's a little bit of a winger. Mbappe's mm-hmm. a little bit of a winger. Best pure striker in yeah. the world. Who am I talking about, Jimmy? Bundesliga. It's out. Bundesliga. It's Robert Lewandowski. It's Lewandowski. I didn't know if you were going Premier League because there was two people you could have went Premier League from that, I thought, but. Uh, Danny Ings Danny or Glenn Ings Murray. And Glenn Murray <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Did I include Glenn Murray on this list? Remains to be seen. Uh, but Robert Lewandowski, like I said, he wasn't on my original list. But looking down, I said, "Alba is Alba a killer? Not really. Alba's uh, Alba's a fantastic player, but he's not Robert Lewandowski. Robert Lewandowski can score from anywhere. Scores in bunches." You can't not include this man. So, so neither of us included Sergio Aguero, Harry Kane, right? No, At this point, no. Wow, 
Yeah, no. I think that's bold. Like, I can't for me, you it was did. really hard not to put Aguero. But the thing with Aguero is, at this point in his career, specifically, he's not the most high-energy player. He's been better under Pep. Like, he gives more. But he's not what I think of. When I think of an impact sub, I don't yeah. necessarily think he can do that. He's someone who, over a game, he's just going to get chance. He's going to bury you. But I don't know if you can bring him in and automatically change a game. So that's why I went with Neymar and uh, Leroy Sané as my attacking ones. So my third sub. So this is where I got. I went wild. Yeah. So I I said I wanted to put him in at CDM. I put him on the bench. He's a player who I started originally very much disliking and have come to really appreciate him. It is Casemiro. Uh, Casemiro is a piece of shit. He, I was going to say he's a he's a brute. <laughs> He is. He is a brute, but he is one of the smartest players. He's always in great position. If you are winning and you need to close up shop, I can think of a few players to throw in more than him. So I went with Casemiro on the bench. He's my. He's like, I'm up 1-0 or 2-1 in the 80th minute. I'm throwing him in. He's going to get three fouls in those 10 minutes, but he's going to break up play. So I'm going with him. Oh, man. Do you want to go again? Because I'm, I'm trying to think because I crossed off a few people on my okay. list and now I've picked too many attackers. Okay, so I have two more. Okay. I'm going to first go with... So I was trying to find a defender. I, huh. I had originally had Ramos cross him off. I had Koulibaly cross him off. And then I said, oh, I got an idea. I'm going to pick somebody who's a defender and a midfielder. Someone who is near and dear to my heart. Fernandinho. It's Fernandinho. It's not a bad I show. need it Again, I said I value flexibility, like the Bill Belichick ability. Yeah. You need to play a lot of positions. I got Kimmich in there. Um, I got Zayic who can play on the wing. Let's mix it up. Mm-hmm. Fernandinho is a leader. Uh, just uh, not, He's not a brute, but he's, he's a dark arts. He's, he's a dark, a dark arts, arts master. You need him in there, and you need a little bit of that. He can play all over the pitch. He's played at fullback for City. He's played all this season at center back. He's maybe outside of a healthy N'Golo Conte, the best CDM in the world mm. up until this season he was. He, he's a great player. Um, I tried to not make many City players in this team unless they deserved it. I went Sané just because I don't even view him as a City player anymore because I think he's such a Bayern <laughs> he's gone. player. Yeah, but I had to put Fernandinho in there because he he's so versatile. Yeah. He can be so useful. I put him in. Yeah. I'm not got gonna, a lot of Brazilian bench. I just yeah, realized three I guys. Mean, I'm not going to copy your Kimmich pick, even though I, I did think of him to put uh, on the bench earlier just because he said he's a utility knife. Mm-hmm. He can play anywhere. I had Frankie on my bench originally. Yeah. I crossed him. I, well, I put him in. I crossed yeah. off Conte just because there's so, so many injuries. Mm-hmm. Dare I say, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I had the flicker of thought in my mind. Who plays so well with a team built around them. What midfielder can control a game both offensively and defensively when they want to play? It's Paul Pogba. You know how I feel about Paul Pogba. When Paul Pogba wears a Manchester United jersey, Paul Pogba stinks. But when he wears a France jersey. When Paul Pogba wears a France jersey or a Juventus jersey or any jersey that's not red and uh, from Manchester, Paul Pogba is fucking incredible. That's a great. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. I mean, it's a great pick because a good Paul Pogba, yeah, top five player in the world. Yep, that's a great pick. You can't. I can't argue with that yeah. at all. It almost makes me want to put him as my last sub. <laughs> you have. What do you have? How many more subs do you have? Uh, you have two one, more, right? Or do you have one more? One more. Okay. I have a crazy name written down okay. here. I'm... So I, I have a kind of a crazy one too. 
So I again, I made my bench on making impacts, making changes. I had, yep. you know, we're winning. We throw in Casemiro. We need someone to play all over the place. We do Dino. We got the attackers coming in. So I said, I need someone who's creative. I need a pure creative midfielder, someone who can just pick out a pass nobody else is going to see, take a shot nobody's going to expect. Mm-hmm. And this guy, he pissed me off over the last month, but I have to put him in because I know if I need to change a game, he's just he's a madman. That's the best way to describe him. It's Bruno Fernandez. Wow, Bruno Fernandez. He makes the he, he makes, makes it. it. Wow. He and you know how hard that is for me to pick a United player. He shushed Pep Guardiola. I, I wanted to kill him, <laughs> but he's, he's just incredible. he scores wacky goals. Mm. He makes crazy passes. He's I would never want him like in like a, a best eleven to start because I just think that. He's too out there. He's kind yeah. of got the Paul Pogba thing. You don't know what you're going to get. Mm. But he has moments of just brilliance. And I think as you're looking at a sub, an attacking midfielder sub, I think he would be just a great option for that. I like it. I don't dislike so it's it. It's a little out there. You know who I love as a sub? Has done nothing this year. So he's not making my list. I'm just shouting him out. Who I love as a sub is Julian Brandt. Julian Brandt, I, I just keep thinking about the World Cup mm-hmm. and how amazing Julian Brandt was like the two, three times that he got to come in the game before Germany got knocked out in the group stages. Um, for my last player, I'll tell you who I have written down here. I have three names. Sala, Sterling, Dusan Tadic. Ta- oh, we got a lot of Ajax in What it. a crazy name that is to make this list. But Tadic to me is just such a... Southampton like legend. He's a, yeah, he's such a madman that he could change a game and put it on its head. But I'm going to go with a different player here. And you're going to love this pick. Your your creativity speech, just it just inspired me to pick a man who could play out on the wing, can play more central. Bernardo Silva. Oh, How did Bernardo, Bernardo. Silva yes. not make your list, Jimmy? Your favorite player. I, I do love Bernardo Silva. I love him. He's, he's so adorable. He's so cute. <laughs> and not only is he adorable and cute, he is one of the better dribblers uh, oh, yeah. I've ever seen play <laughs> yeah, the game. He's insane. And uh, Bernardo Silva is such a creative yeah. presence. I think that. Yeah, no, he he, he gives you what I have Bruno in on mind doing. He gives you that. Um, kind of, I kind of wish I had picked him, but I tried not to be too biased. I tried yeah. intentionally not to, you know. And he hasn't had the best season either. But um, I do love him as a player. He's just an awesome player. He's yeah. so fun to watch. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, your manager. We all know the answer right. here. So do you have do you have anybody else you rejected? Because I have some of them. Do you want to do that after the manager? Because I have some people who I have reject? to apologize to that I felt that I didn't put in and I need to apologize. Can I get them out first? Glenn Murray, Danny Ings. <laughs> yeah, them, Saka. obviously. Obviously them. Obviously them. But I said Aguero. Yep. I said Lewandowski. Mane. Allison and Ederson, the, the combo. Um, mm. A little more Allison than Ederson. Ederson this year hasn't been at his best, but Ederson is the best at playing with his feet there is. I mean, he can he makes passes that are insane. Granted, I think he gets a little too cocky with it, as we've seen lately. I might take Tersturgen there. I, I think he's actually better than Tersturgen. It's close. Uh. It's close. There's a reason Tersturgen's in my lineup. Yeah. It's not, but it's close. Chiellini and Ramos, again, two of the Biggest legends there is. Yeah. Aguero, I'll say it again, my guy. You've done so much. I, I feel bad not putting you in. But I think the people I put in make sense in my mind. Yeah. And there's only one man who could lead this team. You have a team full of all the best players. So why not 
the checkbook manager, the, the bald fraud. Manager. Pep Guardiola has to be the only choice. You've given him everything. There is no one who is... That is the one criticism everyone has of him, is he needs the best players. Yep. So if you have the best players, it has to be him. <laughs> like, can you imagine what this team would do? He'd literally... He'll have... They won't pass the midfield. The whole team will be playing above the midfield. And Terstegen, he'll be at the center circle. Yeah. This team would be insane. I mean, Pep, Pep is a fantastic answer. It's probably the right answer. Um, another correct answer here is Jurgen Klopp. Of course. I, I mean, was, of course. I, uh, you can't go wrong either way. I wanted to pick Arteta. I didn't. <laughs> I wanted to pick Diego Simeone, but because the team is so talented attacking, I it, couldn't it has pick to Diego be Pep. Simeone. With a close second, Greg Bearhalter, of course. Greg Bearhalter, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Jurgen Klopp, imagine this team, the press... Uh, Messi, Mbappe, Neymar, KDB, Marco Royce. Well, that's the only reason I didn't go. Look, well, not the only reason. Cause Pep's Pep's my guy, but I do question some of these players. I don't know if they would do the Klopp press. Neymar. I feel like Messi. Messi lately doesn't like to run that much. If you watch him, Neymar definitely ain't gonna do it. Yeah. Like you may struggle to get some of them to do that. Whereas like the the City press of like not as aggressive. Yeah. I think you could get them to do that. It's probably so. a good. Good, uh, good thought there. But let's move on to uh, the three managers you'd like to be on lockdown with before we close up here. So I got a question for you. How did you view this? Did you view it like, oh, I want to be friendly with them? Did you view it as I want to be entertained? Or did you view it like, oh, shit may actually be going down. I need three people who are going to keep me the most safe. I didn't view it as shit. Is going to be going down. I know you mentioned this beforehand, and I said if that was the case, I'd want Sean Dyche with me. Because Sean Dyche will literally Sean eat Deitch, another human. In that case, it's Sean Dyche, Diego Simeone. Yeah. And who who's the third one? Who's, who's the, the third, third? Things are going crazy. Ooh, that's a good one. Sam Allardyce. No. <laughs> no, I don't uh, want Sam Allardyce. I want somebody like. Ooh, who's intense? Somebody. They got to be intense. But they got to be, you're going to be a little crazy because you already got intense. You got Sean Dice, you got Diego Simeone. You need a little bit of craziness in there. Jurgen Klopp? Maybe, yeah, maybe Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, because he'll get everybody riled up. <laughs> he'll get everybody riled up. Yeah, he'll be pressing the people as they come at the oh, house. A, a guy who gets everyone riled up. Yeah. He can lead big crowds. He's German. Oh, God. <laughs> maybe that's a bad idea. Jurgen Klopp. No, Jurgen, Jurgen Klopp. Klopp. Um, <laughs> but yeah, to actually answer it. Do you, you want to go first? Three the first answers. one I picked, obviously, is Mikel Arteta. There's no one maybe he's in the got, world. He's got the virus. There's no... <laughs> you don't want to be quarantined with him. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible choice. You know, in this scenario, you're on lockdown. You're on quarantine. Uh, so you would have the virus, I was assuming. Um, barring any virus, Mikel Arteta would be my pick. I mean, there's probably no one in the world I'd be more interested to talk to right now than Mikel Arteta. Uh do you want to go with your first yeah. selection? So, first things first, I thought with my stomach, I said, <laughs> I need stomach. somebody who we can connect over food. I went with, and a good man, beautiful, wonderful man, Claudio Ranieri. I feel like he'd be <laughs> a pure gentleman, and there's no way that guy is not like a master in the kitchen. Claudio a true Ranieri. Italian. We would have so much fun <laughs> drinking the vino. It'd be great. I, I, Claudio Ranieri on my list immediately. Yeah, that's that's a really good shout. Uh, I thought you were gonna go Ancelotti there for a second. I, that was the other choice between the two. But I, I, you need I, an I feel Italian like chef. I, I needed Italian there with me, and I feel like Ranieri's more—he's more fun. He's just more like down to earth, just crazy. a low key crazy guy. 
we'd get along on a crazy level. I um, my second one here is Diego Simeone. Diego Simeone is another person I'd love to get inside his brain. But like you said, Diego maybe Simeone, a dark place. He would he would really scare me. I think I was just thinking about sitting in a room with Diego Simeone. Yeah, I, would say, I feel like after half hour you'd be like, oh, this is a terrible position. <laughs> He'd just be screaming at me for something. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to reconsider that one. So, uh, bar Diego Simeone, I'll pick a different one while you pick yours. Well, I have to pick my last two because they kind of go together. Okay. So, I thought, I said, all right, so I'm with Ranieri. We're, we're sitting back. We're drinking. We're eating. We need something to entertain us. <laughs> so, I picked, I want Jose Mourinho and I want Louis Van Hall. Wait, so you're saying all these people are in the same room at once. Oh, we're all quarantined together. Oh. It's all, all of us together. <laughs> all right. We're all quarantined Fine. together. I need Jose and Louis Van Hall. Because right. between within an hour, those two are going to be fighting over something. I don't know what it is. Something's going to happen. They're not going to be making any sense. What is this world <laughs> twisted? It's going to be fantastic. It needs those two together. Just I need it. I need those. I need them. And I need an experience with my guy Claudio. That is that is really a, a funny way to look at this. So you picked Louis Van Gaal. Yes, of course. He's not managing a team right now, is he? But he's he's a legend, not right. a manager. I mean, he's still a he's a manager. So then my two picks are in. Okay. Uh, Arteta. Oh, it's a Dubs. A Dubs. Arsene Wenger. <laughs> no, well, other than Arteta, probably no one I'd be yeah. more interested. I in almost picked him to. before Van Gaal because him and Jose would go at it too. <sighs> And I feel like I could have like an intellectual conversation oh, with the most with Arson. I feel like you'd learn like some crazy Life stuff. Life lessons. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like Van Hall is just like Van Hall oh. is like he's like like your crazy friend who like you know he does like a lot of drugs and does like acid. That's like he's Van just your Hall. crazy uncle. Yeah, like he's up. just he's he's a nut. He's <laughs> truly a nut. And Jose is like like the crazy genius so i feel like them together they're going to fight at some point it, claudio, it's, maybe physically it, yeah. it would be great claudio ranieri is not all that mentally sound he's not all there but well. he's, like, he's like not all there like an old grandpa yeah who you hang out with and it's a nice time <laughs> all right so i have arteta i have arson wenger and then lastly i have klopp I think Klopp would be a great guy to sit down. You'd with have and fun. You definitely have right? fun. You play like rock band or something. Like this that. would be this would be the uh, no. I envisioned the the four of us sitting around a table, sipping on like French red wine that Arsene Wenger brought in, <laughs> and uh, I don't know what we'd be talking about. God Not knows. even soccer. God knows. Art. We'd art. be talking about art <laughs> and how to solve uh, world hunger or something like that. <laughs> That's exactly the group I would send to solve that issue. Yeah. Arteta, Arsene Wenger, and Jurgen Klopp. And you. And me. <laughs> and Michael. The glue to keep together. <laughs> yeah. That's a good shout. But, uh, Jimmy, I think we might be out of things to talk about. Yeah. I mean, I think we went pretty good. It was a fun episode. Definitely. Definitely brought some levity to these dark times. Yeah. Um, hopefully, which will end soon. But, I mean, I just hope everybody out there is safe. Do what you have to do. If you're in a place where you're sheltering in place, if you're social distancing, mentally distancing, whatever yeah. you're doing, continue to do it, please. Keep everybody around you safe. Do your part. We're going to try to do ours. Don't go to Home Depot. Um, hopefully, you, this gave you a laugh or just some something. You heard me <laughs> say insane 20 times in a row. So, I mean, it's got to be something for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just to echo what Jimmy said, stay safe, stay happy, stay healthy. 
Uh, and we will be back next yeah. week. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Soccer Mostly. Yes, and a five-star review would be ideal. Yes. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.